The Those Guys with Ships Show is brought to you by Engine. Create your free community website at enjin.com. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Those Guys with Ships show, the Versecast community podcast. My name is John Abraham. I am Jimmy Croker. I'm Anakin Solo. <laughs> I am an enormous hologram in the theater of my own mind. Andy Circus will be playing me in TGWS the movie. Ah, hello there, Supreme <laughs> Leader Snoke. I think that's my favorite one so far. Yeah, And I we like are! Those guys with ships. This is episode 57 of our Stars Citizen Community Podcast. Today is December 21st, 2945 Standard Earth Time. Thank you again, Ronald Jenkins. Hotel Midi is the intro outro track. It's off of Ronald's most recent album, Alphanumeric, which can be found along with all of his other fine musics at theronaldjenkins.com. Guys, it's the holidays. They are here. We are going to take a break to enjoy ours, and we'll be reconvening in our virtual hangar to record some more January 11th, 2946. Everyone, please do have yourselves safe and happy holidays in the interim. Be excellent to one another. Agreed. And party on, dudes. Party on, Garth. Totally. Party on, Wayne. Well, it was actually a um, Bill and Ted reference, but... See, I got it. I, I know John did. John I, I got it, too. I was just extending the courtesy of, of a reply to Ace. Thank you. It's kind, of, it's kind of like when an Irishman says top of the morning to you, the correct reply is, and the rest of the day to you, sir. <laughs> you sounded kind of mean. Well, it's, it's a very emphatic <laughs> thing. You it's, say yeah, exactly. it with passion. There's a, there's a lot of passion behind it. That's all. We talked about the new Star Wars movie on the last show, and we are going to talk about it again on this one. Oh, yes, we are. We have got to hear what Ace has to say. Oh, yes, we do. If you haven't seen the movie and or don't care what we think about it, our plan is to have this all wrapped up in about 10 to 15 minutes. So please do fast forward accordingly. So now, um, spoiler alert. <laughs> yes, this is a major spoiler alert. So major everyone alert. fast forward. I will, I will watch the clock, folks. 15 minutes max, I promise. All okay. right. So, um, Ace, we have shared our um, uh, thoughts, um, so why don't you uh, share yours, and then um, we'll all jump in and, uh, uh, like, say mean, disparaging things about one another, you know, because it's the holidays. Right, exactly. It's just like it's like every other family get-together. Yeah, quietly sniping at each other. Uh, I enjoyed The Force Awakens very much as a standalone movie itself. I have my own reservations about how I think it fits in the saga, but I do think that as a standalone movie, it's very good. I did notice that it um, does very strongly hue to a lot of what is is in A New Hope. Yeah. I mean, there is, there is the uh, young new character on a desert planet scavenging doesn't know a life anything beyond that meets uh, a mysterious droid from the rebel alliance 
gets picked up on, of all things, the Millennium Falcon, uh, and meets up with Han Solo. They go visit the Rebels, uh, oh, but and uh, one of them gets captured at the enemy giant sphere. In this case, it is a giant planet instead of a giant space station. Uh, giant sphere blows up a major galactic uh, landmark. Uh, good guys sally forth in their spaceships to destroy giant sphere. Uh, you know, old guy dies on giant sphere. Giant sphere is blown up by trench run. Everyone says yay. I mean, yeah, we, <laughs> we we had talked a little bit about the fact that it it felt like they had to strike a balance between um, not not just a continuation of the saga, but also in some respects a reboot. Yeah, you know what I mean to kind of get like because you can't really reboot a new hope, but in the same respect, you had to get a younger audience on board. So they kind of touched on those same themes in this one to, in a way, like I said, in a way, kind of weirdly reboot it. I, there were some nods that I really liked. Um, the Ray's vision when she picks up Anakin's lightsaber made me, ha- made me happy, especially when I went back and realized that Ewan McGregor and uh, uh, Alec Guinness, their voices are heard yep. saying Ray's name. As well as uh, uh, Yoda is heard. Oh, mm-hmm. I missed that. I, I've um, only seen it once. I got yeah, to go back and see it again. I've been I've been browsing the Reddit and finding posts and sound bits, and, and I need to go see it a second time, too. Uh, just sort of absorb everything. Um, I did feel like my feeling about uh, Kylo Ren as a villain is that he's a Vader groupie, and as such, I, I don't hold him in very high regard. He's um I I actually liked the character in for what he was, which is he's very immature. Um, I think that like because if you think about it, Anakin became Darth Vader in his thirties. This kid's what 20, 23, 24, 25. right? And, trying and his best, right, to become a Sith, and and he's not because um, that one Imperial officer is just like you know basically, do you want me to go ahead and tell you know um, Snook that you're. You know, kind of being a pain. <clears throat> so Snoke. it's Snoke. Snoke. Thank you, Snoop Dog. Snoop, Snoop Dog. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, um, I feel I feel a vibration in the force, yo. Oh my god! I, if only I had room to use that as the episode title. Ah, uh, that's great. Um, but yeah, so like, so in that respect, I actually like the character, and I'm curious. I'm interested in watching that character grow beyond the spoiled child with too much power and too many toys. Yeah, I got. I mean, I felt like he, you know, he venerates Vader and Vader's helmet. And I'm like, if Vader saw what you were doing, he would have swatted you aside. Mm-hmm. Like. Like, I felt, especially the way, like, he has his tantrums where he swings his lightsaber around. Like, I was like, this felt like a very childish thing to do. Yeah, um, and I, I think that they, they, well, if you think about it, we were talking about this in the last episode, timeline-wise. If he's 20, let's just say he's 25. So, and Luke has, Luke disappeared, and they didn't really say how long Luke's been gone. But he's been gone apparently a while. So, really, I can't picture it being more than ten years. So, right. like, like fifth and fifteen's kind of pushing it. Like, like he turned to the dark side at fifteen. That's crazy. Some but, well, clearly something happened when he found yeah. out about his parentage. Right. Because the the backstory is that is that he slaughtered Luke's nascent Jedi 
organization, and that's what drove Luke into hiding. And I have a sneaking suspicion that's also what caused uh, Han and Leia to break up. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, they they said as much that, that yeah. you know that it was too much of a strain um, on their relationship after they lost their son. So, mm-hmm. I was the, the the major real disappointment for me. And I understand why Harrison probably asked for it. There's no guarantee but that, that he died in this movie, mainly because it means that him, Luke, and Leia, you don't get a, a reunion of the big three. It's something that I really wanted to see at some point in this movie or the next one was a reunion of Han, Luke, and Leia, like a one last, like, into the sunset we go sort of triumph moment. And the fact that when Rey finally finds Luke... Han is already long dead by that point, and that's yeah, that's kind of sad. But this isn't their trilogy. No, they, they had their trilogy. Yeah, I agree. But and there is. I, I, I don't want to see. I don't want to see Han Solo die of old age. I, I was I'm not happy saying, to I, see him go that way. I guess here's here's the thing. I would have per- preferred Ray to have found Luke and Han to have seen him and said, "Good to see you, kid." Basically. And, and then jump off a cliff. Based, well, I, less than that. I was saying, <laughs> no, I mean, more. You know, go. He. You know, they all go confront the Imperials, and Luke and Han get separated, and Han goes with uh, Ray to confront uh, Kylo. And when it happens, Han gets killed, and and Luke has to deal with it. I, I mean, I think honestly, I, I loved the fact that that. We didn't see Luke until the very end, and he didn't even speak a line. That drove me nuts. I I love that. I think that that Mm -hmm. speaks to the weight of the responsibility on his shoulders, and I think that that speaks to what the next movie is going to focus on. We're going to see him training Rey or, 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 you know, um, flashbacks of him training Rey or whatever, and he'll be much more involved. Um, I Personally, I, I thought that was great. I loved that we didn't see him till the end. Well, what that. about how would you feel if um, the next movie, the first half an hour, is him training Ray, and then he just disappears? He's done. Well, I, I, that wouldn't surprise me at all. I mean, let's remember, uh, you know, we lose. We, you know, there's been there. Well, there wasn't one major death. The only one that we didn't lose from the prequel trilogy was in Empire Strikes Back. Um, but you know, in A New Hope, we lose Obi Wan. And in Return of the Jedi, Yoda dies. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's like, you know, it, granted, the prequels weren't made at the time, but it's the same passing of the old guard and, and in with the new. Well, um, which is exactly my, why I think that this is a, a new trilogy and we have a new cast of characters. And I don't think that the old characters are meant to play the major roles. Yeah, oh, yeah. I agree. But, but it was, you know, I mean... Force Ghost Obi-Wan does get a chance to interact with Yoda, and they do have a conversation. Now, it's never been confirmed or said any other different that you could have Force Ghost Han, but as far as I'm aware, non-Force users can't appear as ghosts. Well, that's that's something you have to study to do. Yoda yeah. said that yeah. in the prequels, that yeah, you, have, the, to, you, you know? have to train to be able to harness the Force into a, being a blue glowy. Um, I think I think that well I think Gleep is right in that I think that Luke will be much more of a Yoda role in the yeah. second movie. Oh, I agree. But we, but we might see in the climax of the third movie, kind of like how they played Yoda in the prequels. We'll see like they'll build that anticipation of Luke coming back, and then for you know they may introduce a new villain. You know, um, or, I could see or, Luke confronting Snoke and failing in the same right. way that that. 
uh, Yoda confronts Palpatine at the end of Revenge of the Sith. Right. And, or and or possibly like, I got to Or Obi Wan yeah. with Vader. Yes. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Strike uh, me down, more powerful I will become, sort of thing. Right, yeah. right, right. right. Um, I, I, I think that we'll see that possibly in the third one. I think they might tease the, the whole Luke thing a little bit longer. But I do think that, we'll, obviously, he'll be the Yoda of, of the second movie. Personally, and this is just because I grew up in the era of, of the, the prequels, I do hope there are some more references or callbacks I liked that they had some references with the uh, with the Ray's vision with Anakin's lightsaber, um, and uh, I did like at the very top of the movie when um, General Hux accuses uh, what's her name uh, or accuses uh, Phasma's troops of being incompetent. It's like maybe right. I should have gone with a clone army. Right, right, right. Yeah. The question is, where did they get that lightsaber? Where did Maz Kanata get the lightsaber? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, that's his original lightsaber that he well, dropped in Cloud City. Right, yes, that's the but, one that, that that's, cost Luke his hand. Yeah, it's yeah. The sa- and it's the same one that Anakin used to destroy the Jedi Temple. I mean, that's, yep. that saber has more history than I think any other weapon in the entire Star Wars universe. Yeah. Well, there is, um, uh, I don't know if, you, if any of you guys have read uh, Awakenings, which was the, um, uh, it is canon. Uh, it was a book that came out a couple months ago. Um, but was there it part is, of the the Road to the Force Awakens series yeah, that they were yeah. doing? And yes, and uh, in that there is a brief interlude where um, we see people haggling in a pawn shop over the lightsaber, or we we experience that, and they are they are um, uh, uh, devotees of Vader. Yeah, the um, Knights of Ren, which which Kylo was one of. Yeah. Later so on. apparently, and they they are successful in purchasing the the lightsaber. Are you are you talking about um, what was the book? I have it. I think I, I think I don't know. It was Awakenings, but uh, it was part of the Af- Awakenings series. A- Aftermath. Um, I think it's Aftermath. Aftermath the yes, one yes, you're that's it. About. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And it's and uh, it's also worth pointing out that that's the one where they mention that the Republic is being moved to Chandrilla, which is part of the Habian system, which they destroy in the movie, not right. Coruscant. Right. Uh, oh, thank can... you, thank you for answering that question. I was wondering about that. Yes, actually. Chandrilla is Mon Mothma's homeworld. Ah, and so they moved the seat of government there, which was, which worried me because again, being a prequel fan, like like when they like, destroy the heart of the Republic, I'm like, Coruscant, no, please. Yeah. So there, so the Republic is now without. The I Senate, imagine the, problem, the Senate's dead. The Senate is gone. It's not the first time that's happened. I mean, remember Palpatine disbands the Senate at the beginning of. A new hope. Well, there's disbanding and there's destroying. Yes, that's true. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, it, it suggests true. that you know that the imperial center or Coruscant could become the capital once again. But right, but that's a process, right? I, I mean, you know, they they they're they're pretty far from convening an emergency council. Yeah, guys, I'm I'm gonna ring the bell because we literally have a minute left. Okay, John, so, did yes. you have anything closing that you wanted arguments. to add uh, relative to Ace's uh, comments? Um, I think they made Kylo Ren sort of immature just so they could set him up to finish his training and then be a more of a Vader type guy in the next movie. I yeah. hope so. Yeah, because as a I villain, agree. he was very disappointing, especially having like a night before watched Revenge of the Sith and watched then Return of the Jedi, you know, like hours before going scene. I was like, man, this guy is a whiny brat. Well, he's he's still clearly tormented. He, yeah. he hasn't got he hasn't gotten a handle on any of his powers. 
Yep. Are we are we at times up? We are. Yeah, we are at uh, we are at time. So okay. uh, let me let me sound the bell. Boo! Spoilers are over. Yeah, that was really pathetic. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> oh, come on! Only, only eighteen months before you get to do it again. That's true. <laughs> at shorter. Well, uh, Rogue yeah. One is this year in the middle. Oh, I can't wait for Rogue One. That's gonna yeah, be I'm really excited cool. for Rogue One. I'm I'm really excited for a standalone. We don't have to um, follow a certain trajectory or a certain reboot format. It is a standalone by itself movie. I'm really excited to see that. So yeah. being being died in the wool Star Wars fan, did you guys watch at all? Have you guys watched the Clone Wars or Rebels? Yeah, all of them. Okay. I just okay. watched uh, uh, this week's uh, Rebels uh, the other day. Yeah. Which, oh my god, I, Ahsoka kicks so much butt. I am so happy to see her in season two, but I'm totally. so terrified because Filoni has been hinting in all the Rebels recon bits that mm-hmm. that at some point in the season finale, she and Vader are going to have a confrontation and it will probably not end well. No, I can't imagine it ending well. Um, so anyway, moving on. All right. Well, guys, um, we have a very special Those Guys with Ships announcement. And um, John, take it away. Is somebody having a baby? The opposite. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I will be stepping down as the third seat on the verse cast. (gasps) Why? Um, I just feel like after 50 episodes that I would like to, um, reallocate my time to support the community in different other ways, let's say. Um, so yeah, I've had, I've had a fun time doing the show, um, but obviously... I'm leaving it in capable hands. I think Gleep and Jackson do a fantastic job. I wouldn't have asked Gleep in the first place to to do this whole thing with me. Um, and obviously Gleep and I wouldn't have brought on Jackson, um, Jimmy. If we, I, I called you Jackson because I was just looking at the team speak. But, no, um, no, no, I, I, Jimmy, I like it. Jimmy, I know I, you. No, 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 I, I like it. You call me Jackson. It's, I like it. It's all good. Um... But yeah, you guys are great. The show is great. I I love the community. I still love Star Citizen. I'm gonna be involved as ever. You just won't hear my voice on the show anymore. Will you I, make I might, special I, guest appearances? I I might. Yeah. Okay. It'll be a secret. I had my hiatus when I had to step away, so I I fully support having to reassign life priorities for a little while. Thank you, Ace. Well, and and the thing is, you know, I think I think something that we need to make really clear is that John isn't stepping away from the organization. He's not stepping Ooh, away from right. Star Citizen. He's it's just he's um, stepping away from the from the podcast. I mean, remember, you know, John revamped all of uh, the uh, versecast.org website, um, and you know, he's a founder of the organization. He's incredibly active in the community, and you know, he's still going to be all over the place. He just won't be, won't be a voice on the show and he'll still be contributing to the show as well. Um, you know, we talked a little bit about this and John's going to, um, continue to, to pull some, some links from versecast.org for us, um, when we do the community show. But, um, but briefly, if, if I may, um, I, I will absolutely miss you, John. I really Yeah, will. me too. 
well, I'm not going to be far away. You know, we'll still have our our group text where we get all the <laughs> good, the good Coolio. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Pictures. All Coolio. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. I'll come back on the show periodically. Good. So, so yeah, you'll see me in the forum. You'll see me on Twitter and and all that stuff. Well, uh, John and I have um, Jimmy. Are you? Yeah. No. No. I. Do, I, do you feel complete? I, I do feel complete. I do feel complete in saying that I will. I will genuinely miss uh, John's voice on the show. Indeed. Yeah. All right. Well, John, have I, John and I have have talked about this for a, a while. Um, so um, this is not uh, this is not a rash decision or anything. Um, um, and though I am sad that he won't be with us each and every week on the shows, um, I'm I don't feel like he's leaving the group because that's not what's happening. What, what you know, that's just what what you said. Um, but you know there is, but do want to acknowledge that there is something of that kind of vibe happening just because John isn't going to be as public anymore. Um, so I definitely want, I want to take this opportunity to uh, to say a few things. Um, first and foremost, I want to publicly thank John for getting me into this whole thing. Uh, it, was a, <laughs> it was about a year and a half ago that John approached me and uh, he said, "Have have you?" ever thought about doing a star citizen podcast and i i had to think real hard and uh, no no i haven't um uh, i hadn't even really been following star citizen i think i bought an aurora and that was about it um but he and i had chatted on the on the uh, on the then uh, gaming community website we were on together and uh, uh so he said you know well let's um let's uh, let's think about it. it it might be fun and um uh, so I knew what I did want to do is I wanted to get into a good online gaming community. And um, so John and I, along with Caleb, figured that there were likely crazier ways of doing that than starting our own community and uh, advertising it on a podcast. And uh, we all like Star Citizen. I really like the idea of Star Citizen because of uh, um, the idea of getting in at the beginning of a game that could possibly have a run like WoW or EVE has had. Um, so that's how this whole thing started, and uh, without John reaching out, um, it never would have happened. So um, you know, this whole this whole thing is because of John. So, um, and uh, though John and I have never met in person, um, he uh, he's always been very real for me. Um, we you know we all know how online uh, friendships and uh, um, you know can be fleeting at times. Um, and but John has always been here when I've needed to bounce something off of him or technical you know support or you know just you know gaming support um so again uh, without him none of this could have happened and uh so for that i i thank you john uh from the bottom of my heart well thank you gleep and honestly you guys are are best friends to me so i appreciate everything that you've done to to forward the community and and uh develop uh what we've what we've built here i guess (laughs) and we have i mean and i think that that's you know that i'm because we're so in it it's sometimes it's hard you know you can't explain water to a fish (laughs) uh but you know it's i mean if you take a look around i mean we got you know now 252 members and um you know, uh, you know, it started off with three of us, and uh, three of us, and uh, you know, hey, let's let's see how this goes. And uh, you know, I think uh, I think if you had told us uh, back way back when uh, that we would be where we are now, um, I think we would have like said, no, not really. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, I'm very very happy. 
I think it was right right around the holidays last year that I even just that I even just joined the org. We didn't get a lot Wasn't of new it? members at first. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I, I, well, I was like either the 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 first or second like member beyond the initial three, um, and so I remember kind of joining really early on. And um, yeah, I mean, just to see you know where the where the community was then, um, where our community, where Versecast it was, um, and even where the podcast was, and and to 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 participate in that growth is something that that uh, I hold very dear, and I have a lot of respect um, for both you and John um, for for building it the way that you've built it. I c- I could never do this. You know, um, and and we have a great organization because of you guys, um, and that's that's something to be proud of, man. And and as far as like online friends go, hell, I married one, you know. So I, you know, I consider you guys. I genuinely consider you guys my friends. You know, um, we talk all the time. You know, and mm-hmm. and I like teasing John on the show. Um, you know, and I like uh, the dynamic that we have, and and I will absolutely miss that. And I mean, John, I wouldn't I wouldn't open my doors to you at my house for CitizenCon next year. Little hint that I still want you to come out. Um, <laughs> if if I didn't if I didn't consider you a friend, you know, um, real briefly, my wife and I have such a strong relationship, and we dated for a year and a half long distance, and all that we all we did was game and talk. And you really get to know somebody, you know, and, you know, you're a solid dude, man. You're a solid dude, and I will miss you. You're a solid dude as well, Jimmy. (laughs) (laughs) On the plus side, you know, you can still make fun of him on the podcast. It's just he'll get those jokes delayed. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) And and more importantly, he won't be able to respond. So you get your (laughs) two shots in. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, um, so that's it. That's it. Um, John's not going away. You just won't hear him much anymore. So that's unless unless you come to the website and log into the chat server, and then you can uh, talk to him um, all the time. All the time. Yeah. All right. Well, um, you know, speaking of community, uh, let's talk a little bit about the Black Guard, shall we? Um, we um, uh, I um, got a message from Handsome Devil who has reshared. Uh, the those guys with ships squad movements video that we uh, put up a uh, a little while ago, and uh, so I wanted to uh, to bring that up again because it, it seems like with the release of 2.0 and uh, hopefully coming up here soon 2.1, we're going to be able to do more of that kind of stuff in Star Citizen. Right now, we can do it in in Arma, and we we have been, and um, it's been a lot of fun. So. Um, definitely check the uh, the show notes for that. I will. Um, I'll tweet it out too. I'll tweet it and um, uh, also include it in the show notes. But uh, Ace, do you have any uh, any updates coming out of the Black Guard? Um, so a couple things. Uh, I think I mentioned that we updated the server with some new mods uh, mm-hmm. that, used, that was added, um, and then um, we did do some missions that were close quarters lately. Um, I built oh, a good. mission that was basically a small shanty town. And and the whole point was to move into the shantytown and clear it out, which uh, some of those assets are really difficult to see around, and it forced everyone to fight in cl- very close quarters, um, which is something that we're going to have to get really used to. I mean, you, if you've walked around the station, uh, the FPS station, there's not a lot of room in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be all very close quarters. And so I think 
we're gonna uh, try and work on hard on on making that the uh, the focus is close quarters combat room clearing. It's it's hard to do an armor to some extent because a lot of what armor is is long range to mid range combat. When you get really close with the enemy, uh, things can break down a little bit. Uh, you just have to stay on your game and and make sure everyone's covering your bases. You know, doing the the covering in 360, clearing doors properly. It's not easy, and it can get confusing really quickly. But uh, we've had a lot of fun. Uh, it's slowed down a little bit lately. Uh, I think partly that's because it's the holidays and everybody is doing everything. Yeah. Um, you know, just like yeah. last night, instead of being at the meetup, I was at a white elephant party. So I was uh, I was cleaning my kitchen. Fun. <laughs> Fun. That's exciting. Well, on this week, and, thank- the, and the appliances, because you know when you have family over, you got to clean the appliances too. I was saying, and thank heavens for our uh, podcast hiatus because I'm going to be moving for the next two weeks. Oh. No, yeah, we're moving to a new apartment. Also, traveling to go visit family. So this this oh. holiday season is really busy for me. Are you still um, staying in the Portland area? I'm moving to Wilsonville, so just south. Wilsonville. Yep. Hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Now, where, but, where did uh, Tanya Harding come from? That is a non sequitur of the epic proportions. I have no idea where Tanya Harding is from. What to the east? It's not not all the way out to the Dales, but what is it? What's to the east? Someone else type. Because if I do it, I'll I'll deafen everybody. <laughs> <laughs> never mind, never mind. I'm sorry. I apologize. That's okay. Redacted, but, redacted, redacted. But uh, yeah, it, we've had some some good times, some uh, some fun missions. Um, Talk about zombies. Speaking of close quarters combat, because I logged in the other night and, um, oh, I do want to mention you definitely need the U.S. Air Force mod, otherwise the game won't work. Yeah, USAF is is now uh, required on the server, um, Mm -hmm. which is nice to have. We we did some experimenting with with airdrops and and air uh, support. It's a lot of fun. There's still some bugs to work out, still some things we need to figure out, but uh, we're working on it. Um, as for the zombies, uh, that's had a little bit of trouble, um, only because with the way that the server works, when you pre-spawn zombie units, mm-hmm. it, it causes the server to chug a little bit, so we're working uh-huh. on it, but you can still, you can still play zombies down with Zeus, uh, so you could make a little, a little small horde that overran your, your, uh, intrepid warriors, but, uh... They do uh, not go down easy. No. Well, you know, classic zombie rules are only a headshot. Got to get him in the head. Yeah. Oh, man, I, it's like, I was like unloading a full clip into each one. Yeah, get one in the brain pan, man. Mm, I, apparently, apparently I was not hitting my target. Yeah. Well, it's it's hard, it, especially with, you know, in most, in most combat, it's recommended that you aim for center mass because that's your biggest target zone. It's the easiest place you can hit. Um, only go for headshots if you absolutely must if the target's, you know, heavily armored in some way. Um, or if you're just that accurate. But with a zombie, it's kind of required. You, so you have to be really careful about your shots. And in a stressful environment, that's very difficult to do. Yeah, so um, we're, um, we're very excited for uh, the Arma. We have, you know, you know it waxes and wanes. Um, you yeah. know, as, as you say, like the holidays... Um, uh, folks are doing other stuff, but uh, definitely um, we're still having fun with it. So uh, do come and check us out, and I will post a link to that uh, squad movements video. Um, to it's all the really usual useful to learn, and a lot of the stuff I, I went through a squad movements class. They were doing we did uh, a couple of weeks ago. We did a, a live class where Mad Cow and Johnny 
uh, walked us through that that uh, procedure in one of the long buildings that has a bunch of rooms in it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a very very eye opening experience learning how to do all that. Yeah, how to, I, how to I, take I think... elements and bound up a hallway. And it's and you have to practice it too. Oh yeah, yeah. It has to become it has to become rote and memorized so that when combat happens, you just it just you just fall into place and you just follow the protocol. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're in talks to do scheduled uh, meetups as well, right? Oh really? Um, I've talked to Mad Cow and and, and uh, Johnny, and there have been rumblings about that. I don't know if anything's been formalized though. Yeah, I'm pretty sure what they're saying is. Um, that they'll start talking about it in a, in a more um, official capacity after the holidays. Makes sense. Well, yeah, that was kind of always, on hold for the holidays. Yeah, and that was kind of always the plan, wasn't it? It was the, to get the the trainers together, get get the the core um, add on packages together, and then start like fu- uh, formal classes. Yeah, in, right. In, in, as formal as we can be, classes. Yeah, yeah. So train the trainers first, and the trainers train the trainees. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm really excited about that. I I do. You know, it's funny. Um, I feel really bad because you know, Ace, you gifted me um, the game, and then I went to do you know the the uh, install all the mods, and then I had some issues, and then two weeks later, 2.0 came out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. <laughs> it's just I, like, and, and I don't have. It's a whole funny because you predicted it. I remember yeah, yeah. You predicting it happening. And, and the thing is, I don't have a lot of time to game in in general. You know what I mean. Right. So like like you know, I'll sit I'll sit on the couch and and I'll play some stuff with my wife, casually. Um, you know, console wise. But to sit at my computer, it's really like honestly, I only have the time to dedicate to one game. Right. And it happens to be you know, it's Star Citizen for obvious reasons. But you know, while we were waiting for two I was like, okay, yeah, no, I definitely want to install Arma and I, I want to learn you know those techniques, and I still do. So I think the formal class. Uh, schedule hopefully will fit in my time frame and I can make a little time and sit down and do that but so you know we you had 2.0 drop and we've got the holidays and it's just like you know I, oh, I don't have time. I don't blame you I mean yeah. uh, when I've been I've, I've you know not had the energy to sit down and really play Arma or Star Citizen and so I've been playing a lot of Banished lately uh. and it's something to relax and just sort of hang out because I'm just like oh, I come home after working and and then worrying about packing or visiting family i'm just like i'm just too stressed to go do to get shot at for a couple of hours just like can't do it can't do it so i know i understand once january comes around and things lighten up a little bit i think i think we'll see a lot more uh, interaction in the org again yeah absolutely absolutely i'm i'm looking forward to getting through the holidays it's like and even for me like even with um 2.1 with the most recent release um i only got in game um saturday night and I spent quite a few hours. It was after hours, though, because after, you know, after we did the stuff that we needed to do in our house. And I got in late, and I played for an extended period of time. Um, but that's the only chance I've had to get in. And I feel like um, like it's always on the forefront of my mind. I'm like, i got to make time to go play 2.1. i, I got to get in there. i got to get in there. And it's just so crazy with Christmas. Yeah, I got a chance to get into the 2.1, and it was mainly to check out the Freelancer, which is still oh, rather buggy. But it's it, it's it, neat. It's neat to see. Oh it, man, it's beautiful. It doesn't it doesn't shoot anything. Um, no. That's the bug, you know. But right. it flies beautifully. Well, I, and there I, are a pair of despawned guns sitting in the hand right, right, of the, uh, yeah, cargo yeah, bay. in the middle of the ship. Yeah, <laughs> um, but it, it flies beautifully. Um, I'm really happy with the flight mechanics for it. It's like a heavier. Um, it, it's like a heavier uh, cutlass. 
Right. You know, um, where it's it's got a lot of lag that you have to compensate for. You know, it's got a heavy ass. Um, <laughs> but um, which, you know, but you could say the same thing about the Drake, uh, the, the black, but it's, it feels a little bit more weighty. So you have to compensate for that. But you can dogfight with it. Right. I think the, the that and the other thing that I was really curious about with 2.1 was, of course, the saber, which I happen to have. And seeing that in the hangar, which was neat. Yeah, I um, I, I may have uh, unmelted my um, cross chassis upgrade and lost my ghost in favor of a saber. Oh, really? That surprises me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. Okay, <laughs> I know that you were hedging your bets about it earlier. Well, here's the thing, and we talked about it in the last show. On the ghost, the max weapon wise, uh, gun wise, is size twos on the wing size ones on the nose mm-hmm. the saber is size gimbaled I'm, I'm, right. I'm referring to um the saber is size three gimbaled on the wings size one gimbaled on the nose so just gun wise on the wings that's a huge upgrade oh i did what i mentioned to you guys so you know my my gladius my super gladius build out mm-hmm. i discovered mm-hmm. that the 2.1 version of the vanguard uh, so on the Gladius, there are there's a pair of double racks on each wing, so a rack that carries two missiles. The Vanguard has a quad rack on either wing, and they're removable, and you can add them to a Gladius. So Ooh. I could have I could have theoretically sixteen size two missiles on a single Gladius. Wow, wow that's insane. <laughs> I pulled them off. I was in chat. I pulled them off and I put them on. I put the, the two of them that come with the Vanguard and I put them on the Gladius. And I was like, oh my God, they're compatible. I could have four of these and just about cackled into the to the chat. And people were like, uh, you okay over there? What's going on? And I was like, it's a good day. It's a good day. Can you but fire that many at one target? You could. I don't know why you would want to, but yeah, you definitely make could. make it blow up. Well, I mean, we've talked about it in previous episodes about missile missile uh, usage and, and, you know, if you fire all the missiles in, at one guy and he imag- he manages to get behind an asteroid in time, well, congratulations, you wasted your entire missile complement on a shot that isn't going to hit. So yeah, there's but, a know. reason for, for not doing a missile spam unless you happen to be in, say, an anime where you happen to be carrying 120 missiles at all times. Well, that's what I meant. You know, like in the movies. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that was a that was a rather seamless transition from the Blackguard to 2.0, I might add. Yeah, well. Well, and um, uh, so you guys have had... Uh, you, <laughs> you're getting paid for this? <laughs> um, I, in 2.1, I have... Um, I want so bad to, to fly my, my Cutlass Black, or my, my... The Loner Black I have, um, but it keeps spawning in the sides of buildings. And so, whenever That's I try to get into it, it it explodes. Um, yeah. It, well, and that that is the old multi crew model. And yeah. my understanding is that that um, that that ship inherently is bugged right now until oh, yeah. the revamp goes live. Yeah, yeah, that's the one that causes everybody's computer to hitch when it explodes. No, yeah. because there's just I, so much in there. And I, I so I've got, you know, actually I've I've had the most success and arguably the most fun with a, a loner Aurora, which I'm not sure what I got a loner Aurora for, um, but uh, in 2.1, um, but uh, you know it's it, it's been um, it's been um, uh, pretty cool, um, and um, 
Oh, the internet is speaking to me. <laughs> Are you sure it's not Supreme Leader Snoke speaking to you through the Force? It, 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 it could be. <laughs> um, so, and, but anyway, uh, last night at the at the meetup, I was uh, I was playing uh, two point one. We had uh, about between uh, ten and twelve guys that came out. Some a couple were playing Arma. Most were playing two point oh live. Um, I um, I was in two point one uh, as I said in the PTU. I saw a couple of freelancers. They were very very cool. Um, and Ace, I did see the um, the uh, the disembodied guns uh, hanging. At in, first cargo, there you go. First yeah, cargo, very very cool. Um, and um, and it was like the the black and um, the um, um, even my my um, um, Avenger kept spawning in the ground, either in the ground or in the sides of buildings. Um, and then I finally was able to get a constellation to spawn, but it spawned and started floating away. Did you, um, by chance, try going over to one of the other one of the other piers and trying to spawn from those? I have not. I should probably do that. Yeah, if you if you fly away from the main area where you wake up, there are actually several different uh, pads that you can spawn from. Mm-hmm. You just you just you just walk out the the, the hangar door. Turn left and just float across the station's uh, like latitude, mm-hmm. and you'll find another set of identical pads and spawning room, just a little ways off. It's usually empty because no one bothers going over there, and sometimes that proves to be more effective than the ones that you're at when you wake up. Okay, well, I will definitely give that a try because I would I would like if nothing else just to be able to get inside a constellation and um, look around because I still haven't seen the inside of one. Uh, they're pretty neat. I've walked around in Zatakani a couple of times. They're they're pretty amazing. But I did have fun for about fifteen minutes with my floating away constellation, actually trying to get in EVAing up, and I went and ran off the side of the platform to get airborne and if you, or spaceborne. I don't know. Uh, but and was chasing this floating constellation around, trying to, and I was able to get the hatch open. But then I every time I got into it and got a use prompt, it would close up and spit me out. Um, do you know what the the the, the uh, trick is? Mm, duct tape. Go up to the go up, no well yeah yeah go up to the window and and uh, hit the use prompt to get into the pilot seat. Really, from the outside window? Yep. It break. It's not. It, it'll it'll probably ruin all your immersions. But if your ship is floating away, fly up to the front seat and press F, and you'll. You'll snap into the cockpit and go through the cockpit animation of climbing into the chair. Um, yeah. I've had to do that with the Retaliator before, where I've had the same problem. And I'll just float up to the Retaliator cockpit, and as it rotates around, I'll press the button at the right time, and all of a sudden I'm inside climbing into the seat. And once I take in the seat, the the rotation arrests and it comes to a halt. Oh, well, so I You will, do the same will, thing with turrets, too. I will give that a try. Um I, I was eventually able to uh, get into um, a ship. I think I actually got into um, I got into got my one of my Avengers to work. One of my Avengers. I have so many, um, and I got to fly around some. I went to to the Kovalek station and I played uh, tackle dummy with the big Benny box. That was kind of fun. Did you get um, it out? Get it out. Of the no, station? I I just I just you know headbutted it because uh, you know. did it sing to you? <laughs> nice. It did not sing to me. It, it said, "Ow, stop doing that." Um, <laughs> And I, I did make it out to the FPS place, um, but I but I landed, and I and I, I don't know if my Avenger like actually landed into the platform um, or what happened, but I was not able to get out of my ship. So, um, question: and, When you try to get out, did you just press F? Uh, yes. 
So it, when you're F. yeah, when you're flying, Control F is how you get out of the seat uh, once you're in the ship. Well, I, on my gamepad, it's A. Oh, um, hmm. it, it, it's um, it's Y to um, to get in and A to get out. Yeah, but they they changed it recently. It's no longer just F. You now have to hit Control F to um, get out of the uh, flight seat. Okay. Um, it, anyway, I was not. I mean, I was able to get out of the seat, but I was not able to get out the back door. Oh, okay. Oh. That's um, problematic. Yeah, and so um, so I figured, you know, well, screw this. And, I, and there was a beautiful freelancer parked right there. Um, so I wanted to get out and take a look at it, um, and then go, you know, maybe go. Look around on the FPS. Maybe place. steal but it a little bit. No, white <laughs> steal hat. Steal it a little bit. White hat. Um, and but uh, as I was trying to, to take off and maybe land again, some jerk blowed me up. So that that happens. Yeah. I took um, I took my very first trip in a retaliator uh, the other night. Ooh. Never never been inside one before. Um, I, it was a bit confusing. I'm going to be honest. Why? I, uh, I just I got lost. Like I was trying to find the uh, turrets, and I kind of got lost. It took I again. I'd never been in one of those ships before, um, so mm. I didn't know where anything was. And I actually didn't get in the normal way. I got in through Ace's bug way because the ship started to glitch out, and I hit use and magically poofed into the ship. Oh. Yeah, that's yeah. the that's the key is using yeah. the uh, the the you know bump up against the windshield. And get in that way. Yeah, yeah. And so um so I was very disoriented. Um and we took off uh and I tried to find a a, a gunner's turret while we were uh in combat and the pilot was taking too much damage because as Ace knows you can't use the guns. So he took off just in time as I found a turret and I was just so like I'm like, Hey I found a turret Oh, oh. <laughs> sorry. Oh, and, life and then we alpha. crashed. Yeah and then we crashed. So, but it's interesting. I didn't realize um, that you've got a, a center gun that's up by the bridge, and then you've got two wing guns as well. And the wing guns uh, on the constellation, the wing guns are fireable by the pilot. Right, right, right. But yeah, but no. I mean, more more specifically, they're they're turreted wing guns. Right. Um. So whereas the Connies are are your your traditional kind of gimbal mounted um uh front uh you know front facing guns. Um, but I thought that was really cool. Um, Ace, in your experience, having a fully crewed, all three turrets uh, manned, uh, how, how is that? I would imagine it's got to be pretty lethal. Or, it's or, pretty intense. Um, yeah, because I mean, you've got a really good field of vision across those three yeah, turrets. Yeah, you do. Um, the, the one problem with the Constellation is that the bottom turret, is visibility is atrocious. Right, right. Um, but the top turret is pretty good. Um, the and the and the the other guns that fire pretty well. I still want to find, get enough people into an instance and have them stay long enough to fully crew out a retaliator, and get all five. Let's see here, one, two, yeah, all five gun stations firing. Oh, there are five. Yes, I thought there was only three. So no. we're, we're, the other two are under the wings. It's two, yes. So holy cow. So there are two, um, on the back, uh, up top. Right. There are uh, there is two on the nose, one up, up above, and one below, directly beneath the pilot. Oh. Um, and then there are two at the very at the very rear, uh, near the engines, 
below. Wow. That, yeah. That, no, it's it's a it's a that seems intense. Well, and then of course the pilot also has access to the anti anti uh, ship missiles. Right. The ones that are like you know roughly the size of a, an Aurora. <laughs> um. But yeah, that's I want to see what that thing. I mean, basically, it's like a it's like a World War II era bomber. It's you know it's it's studded with guns. Right. With the intention that it can't outmaneuver a fighter, but man, it could put out a lot of firepower. Well, um, guys, um, you know, holiday season, good cheer, goodwill towards um, folks and stuff. There's been a robbery. <gasps> dun dun dun! From our org hangar. Say it ain't so, Gleep. Say it ain't so. It is so. The hull A that um, oh yeah, it was me donated has disappeared. It's gone. So there oh, wasn't that's... a robbery. It just fell to your torch. Yeah. It, it melted. That's a surprise. It's, yes. it, it was stolen. I don't know what happened to it. Uh, oh, in, in fiction. <clears throat> so did anybody make any moves in the holiday sale? <laughs> I'm going to guess that you did. And and if you're claiming that it was stolen, that's insurance fraud, sir. <laughs> Not when you have LTI. <laughs> Guess what, guys? We've got a news van. Oh, did you, did you buy a Herald? No, no. The Reliant Maka. Oh, I've been curious about getting a Reliant. They yes. look, they're neat-looking ships. Um, and as we were talking about on the previous show, it is a ship designed for scrolling up, scrolling up furiously. Um, designed for streamers, content creators, and gaming communities. As an in-fiction way to share the game with friends. So, um, you know, I don't know. We'll talk about it when we get to that point. But, you know, it might be fun. It's one of the things that I do like about... Um, there are many things I like about. But one of the things that I most like about um, uh, Lave Radio, uh, the Elite Dangerous podcast, um, they broadcast live from in their ships when they do their podcast. And they um, stream it out. So... Um, Potentially, when we get to the point that it's technologically uh, feasible, we could do these shows live. That would be that would be awesome, and that's that. And I'm sure you know where, where my head is with that. I'm I'm really hoping that I can do something with Quantum Drive because the the whole point of that show is I'm in character in my Herald broadcasting the show. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that I'm able to do that as well, um, either with the Herald or with the Reliant. I mean, it really depends. We don't know a whole lot about. Um, the full capabilities of the Herald yet, so uh, I'm hoping that the Herald is the big brother of the uh, the Reliant uh, news van variant. Are we hoping for for a Quantum Drive TGWS crossover show? I, I, I well, I just even I think doing uh, yeah, I, I think that that would be great, and then I also think doing uh, Versecast and uh, those guys with chips from from our actual hangar and not the virtual hangar of Gleep's mind would be very cool. We should be careful though. Once, if we're all in the same hangar, we gotta watch out for Gleep's torch. <laughs> yeah, that's true. One grenade kills the whole crew. That wasn't very cheery, was it? No, no not particularly. No, that's not very cheery. But why, why, why do you want to kill the whole crew? <laughs> so, but Jimmy, Jimmy, you got a got your saber back. Well, um, yeah, I you um, got a freelancer. Uh, yep. I, well, here's the thing, though, is I kind of did them in between all of the sales. Um, I got the the freelancer. I think after the November's 
Oh, no, I got no. You're right. I got the freelancer during the November sale, during the anniversary sale, um, and was hoping that it would be what it turned out to be with the uh, release of 2.1. And uh, yeah, and then once we got the unmelty button, and I saw the saber there, and saw the screenshots of the saber in uh, hangar ready in 2.1. Um, yeah, I just decided to go. I, I figure, you know, I'm, I might be losing a little bit of its toughness, but it's got better shields, it's more stealthy, and I get an upgrade in my firepower. Um, John, you did not make any moves, correct? Nope, I did not. And Ace, did you make any moves? Nope. Well, somebody in our organization, someone who wishes to rename, remain anonymous, um, got an Idris P. Ho, 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 Wait, ho, ho. Wait, hang holy, on. Holy, holy business. cow. I'm reading their show notes. Holy it, cow. Well, there's a first time for everything, Ace. Um, <laughs> oh, ouch. sick burn, yo. Sick burn. Sorry. It was, it was just hanging right over the plate. Um, <laughs> and he also got a javelin. Yeah, that's Holy what I was, cow. that's what, that's what I was, I was freaking out about. That's insane. So, and uh, this is, this is an active member of the org. So, I mean, I, the, you know, we have a couple completionists who are members of the organization, but I think their main orgs are other groups. This this is a person that we are their main org. So. Nice, I, yeah. I can I can respect wanting to be um, anonymous because you know what I mean. Like you don't yeah. want to. Yeah, I, I I can dig it because those are those are huge purchases and and it'll eventually make itself apparent when they're live in game. So well, one yeah. hopes. Hey, there's I, an interest over there. <laughs> I can totally I can totally dig uh, the desire for anonymity, but um, holy cow, way to go. Wow. And what he said in his message to John and I is that uh, obviously any good standing TGWS member is welcome aboard, and I'd love to use uh, these ships uh, to help support the organization's efforts. So, so how now, cool is that? So now Very. we officially have to worry about fleet logistics if we're dealing with a javelin. I mean, holy oh. cow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, seriously. Now, now go back and watch that video from the live stream again. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. You, you'll see it with different eyes. That's that's like that's just really cool, man. Like, um, with, with the the number of org members that we have, with the the community that we have, and the fact that that a fair number of people are active um, within the community, um, it's going to be really cool to to see that ship fully crewed, both the, either of those ships fully crewed and in the air. Yeah. Uh, all the more reason to have hope for a uh, Teamspeak plugin, because trying to run that ship. Over over uh, voice comms, holy cow! What a yeah. nightmare that's going to be. That, that's going to that, be crazy. I mean, if you can make it work, that'll be amazing. Yeah, totally. Well, that's the was the WYS program. I mean, they they know that, so yeah. they're they're working on it. All right, well, um, guys, we're almost at an hour. So, um, what's going on in this? Uh, <laughs> What's happening this week in the community from around the interverse? I will try and be quick here since we're short on time. But uh, basically over at uh, the hashtag those guys with ships, hashtag TGWS over at Twitter, uh, John had asked, uh, I think last episode or the episode before, if uh, Sweden thought the Swedish chef was uh, racist. And uh, at Neil Audio said uh, he's actually the Danish chef in Sweden. <laughs> Interesting. I Bjork, can't believe Bjork, it. Go figure. Nurk, nurk. Oh. <laughs> um, I've forgotten that. That's as funny. mentioned, 
as mentioned earlier, Turd Ferguson, the the one, the only, picked up a Reliant Sen, the uh, news van, and he promptly and epically named it the Velvet Elvis. Oh my God, it's fantastic! Well, no, the, the yeah. Sen is the Explorer. Oh, that's right. The Sen is the Explorer. Right. Apologies. Yeah. Uh, so he, did he pick up a Sen for himself named the Velvet Elvis and picked up a news van separately for the hangar? Um, Questions. Turd. We have them. No, no. I, I got the news van. Yeah. Yeah. Leap got the news van. Wait. Uh-huh. I'm very confused. Moving Yay. on. <laughs> <laughs> Turd picked up a Reliant Sen, though, and it's named the Velvet Elvis, and it is uh, exceptionally delightful. That is uh, nice. Gleep takes blurry pictures while waiting in line. <laughs> I did. Um, uh, at Thieving Weasel is uh, looking for a uh, smart Richard punching machine. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it at that and let you guys go over and read the context of that actual tweet. Interesting. Uh, and it uh, looks like uh, at uh, SFC Moon 101, a.k.a. Corey Moon, uh, got into uh, 2.1 with uh, a member of uh, CIG, which I thought was very cool. That's that awesome. is very cool. Yeah. Uh, over at uh, Official RSI, uh, I know that normally we talk about around the uh, verse, uh, or I'm sorry, 10 for the chairman, excuse me. I know we normally talk about 10 for the chairman in the other show, but we've had so much news coming out lately that we decided to push this little bit over to this uh, portion of the show because it kind of uh, speaks directly to uh, the smuggler in me. Um, for this past week's 10 for the chairman, the question was asked, um, hidden ship compartments. Um, Twitch asked this question, and it was, will I be able to create hidden compartments in my ship to hide certain items? And Chris responded with, yes. Uh, he said uh, that it would be kind of silly if, you know, you knew if, you know, for example, you buy a constellation and slot A and slot B and slot C are always the hidden compartments. He's like, it would be silly because then everybody would know where the hidden compartments are. Uh, and so he said that uh, they are working on uh, trying to, to they're, they're trying to figure out a way to do it to where you can customize and create hidden compartments within your ships, which I think is amazing. Um, and this was one of the first times that Chris has very clearly talked about smuggling specifically. Um, and there's not a lot to report on it, but the fact that it, that there is for sure a confirmation we will have smuggling. Um, they've got to obviously get the cargo system in place first. There's a lot of things that need to happen before they can deal with smuggling, but it is at the it is on the docket. It is going to happen, and it looks like we're going to have customizable hidden compartments on ships so so in the in case that moment happens when you know you need to smuggle yourself because you've been picked up by the death star you can do it exactly never thought i'd be smuggling myself in one of these um so yeah so i thought that was very cool um and it was just something i wanted to touch on so for you smugglers out there uh yeah we'll be smuggling and we'll be making up our own hidden compartments uh, he'd also said, uh, like, with the cargo containers, doing, like, dummy floors, which I thought was really cool as well. So they're, they're in that mindset um, for the smuggling community, which I think is very cool. Over at, um, from the hub, uh, there is uh, Star Citizen PTU 2.1 Freelancer and Saber First Look by Board Gamer. We all know Board Gamer. He always does really, really good videos, uh, and so there's a link that gives you a really nice overview. For those of you that haven't been able to get into 2.1, uh, there's a really nice overview of both of those ships. It's very clean, um, it's concise, and you get a really good idea of what those two ships uh, look like. Cool. He does yeah. good stuff. 
And then uh, over at versecast.org, um, John, what do you got going on over there? Uh, yeah, uh, Dietrich is not happy about The Force Awakens. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he called it the worst Star Wars movie ever. Now, oh, no. is, he, oh, is, is he really deep into EU? Because it's my understanding that people that are really into the old EU are very unhappy with this movie. I what is EU? big into the uh, expanded universe. Oh, okay. Uh, so yeah. the old the stuff. Old, the old stuff. The stuff that yeah. Disney said doesn't count anymore. I was a huge follower of the EU, and I didn't really have that much of a problem with it. I don't know if he said anything about that, but um, it sounds like he's not too hot on the prequels. And he thought this was the worst movie ever. Wow. So. Um, wow. Well, one, yeah, one, one fan's... In episode two? Yeesh. Hey, you know, one fan's epic return is another fan's uh, pile of steamy dog poo. Yeah. Two, two is painful. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, when we went back and watched two, oh, that was yeah. rough. I hate well, yeah, but sand. One, but one so is gritty. But one <laughs> is brutal. <laughs> The funny thing is, you, you guys laugh at that, but I was talking with some of the guys who'd served in Afghanistan and Iraq, and they're like, man, Anakin speaks the truth. He may be whiny brat, but sand is awful. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you can get uh, a dose of my rage over there as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Avi actually posted a, a cool behind-the-scenes video of the the chess Um. Oh, the hollow chess? Yeah, the hollow chess. Oh, cool. Cool. Hol- yeah, neat. Um, so I guess kind of minor spoilers there, but uh, the original creators came back to reproduce that, and it's actually a really neat video, so you should at least go check that uh, that video out. Um, Jimmy Jackson uh, has a thread called Glamour Shots. Um, some really cool shots there from 2.1, but they're all low res. Come on, Jimmy. I, I, I don't have a 4K um, uh, 4K monitor. They weren't even 1080p. Well, okay. Running 2.1, my graphics are set to medium. Um, I took some pictures in my hangar where I set my graphics to uh, very high. I just haven't posted those yet. And Actually, just, no, and just held, held still while, you're, while your FPS dropped to nothing? Exactly. Actually, that's not entirely accurate. Just do if a you, long exposure. If you go over to, yeah, if you go over to um, my actual page on versecast.org, my Jackson page, um, and click on uh, photos, I just uploaded a bunch of photos to the in-game folder. And the in-game folder has, um, you know, uh, anything that's in the hangar is is a higher resolution. Oh, okay. Yeah, so those are definitely, I just didn't want to like put a whole bunch of them in that, in that thread. I wanted other people to contribute as well. But I, I'll probably go back in and drop a couple more photos in, including a really nice shot that I took of my, uh, my uh, Titan and my Saber. Yeah, my FPS is so horrible right now that I can't really appreciate the graphics. Um, just because the, that frame rate just kind of takes away from the whole thing. But yeah. it's so impressive what people can get out of still shots, like well, that, even at this this phase in the game. Yeah, that's like that that quantum that quantum jump of the freelancer picture. I'm just like, I, it's my wallpaper on my desktop now. I was just like, wow, I that that came that turned out really really good. Yeah, um, and it's like one of my favorite like one of my favorite in game shots in general right now. Yep. Um. 
Avi has a Space Engineers, Engineers server up, and I feel like we mentioned this last week, uh, but yeah. I wanted to make sure they get the link in there so people can can uh, find that stuff. Um, but yeah, they just recently added planetary landings, didn't they? Yes, they did. And I do want to take a moment here while we're on the air to apologize to Avi for mentioning ahead of time. He asked me, he was like, you know, uh, just give me some heads up when you're going to do that in the future. So I want to I want to personally apologize to Avi uh, on the record. Uh, I, I did not uh, get your permission and I should have. Wait, so. for for talking about it on the show the, f- the first time around uh it sounds like he made a post about it in the forums and so now it's it's out in the open but at the time he had just set it up and had ah. things things nailed down yet shame on you ace uh, i know i'm a terrible person <laughs> uh it's all it's all a learning experience um but yeah head over there to to learn how to connect to that so i, I need to get back into space engineers that it's that, fun. Uh, I'm, I'm more of a space cool. tourist than a space engineer. I'm just not a big fan of that style of gameplay. But seeing what people, other people have built, that's a lot of fun. Yeah, I bet. That's all I got from the forums this week. Cool. I got um, just one more real quick. Over in Star Citizen uh, Loreland, um, I just put a post up uh, for Quantum Drive. Uh, if there's anybody, uh, I'm, all, I'm limiting it to 6 and 6, and there's already probably about four or five slots filled up so there's not a lot left but if there's anybody that's interested in being mentioned in the in, when i come back from break quantum drive is going to be on break for the next two weeks um, but when i come back from break I'm, I'm in the middle of writing a story and i'm including uh members of those guys with ships so if there's anybody that's interested in in getting a mention in that story arc and i'm not doing a deep dive into characters so you know i don't need like a dissertation on your character but <laughs> Yeah, you know, um, it's going to be brief, but I'd like to include members uh, that are interested um, in the story. So head over to that uh, thread and uh, post basically your name, a one-sentence description of your character, and if you're a pilot or if you're uh, part of the Black Guard. So you don't want a stats page with attack and defense levels and and uh, trees, skill trees that I've, I've used? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, okay. I want to I, I set a certain level of expectation. Remember <laughs> that it's a one-hour show that I have to tell a full story in and also have about 14 songs in. So, yeah, it'll, it'll, you'll be in the lore and you'll be part of that story arc. And I don't want to give any of it away. Um, but, yeah, don't expect, like, you know, a 15-minute detailed explanation of, of you know anybody, anybody's character including my own 47 items on my unmelt page <laughs> oh you counted God. it I knew it was high I knew it was high that's crazy <laughs> are you just having a moment of, of quiet regret over there I just looking at the bodies just strewn all about the place oh wow that's grisly <laughs> that's insane Ugh. and just think you can get all of them back at a whim now Oh god! Yeah, I'll go sell my car. <laughs> let's and let's be clear. Let's be clear. Given Gleep's nature, that number will continue to rise. <laughs> yeah, totally. I have two. <laughs> I don't think I have any. All right. Well, guys, um, we've got new members, and I'm going to get through them. Uh, I apologize ahead of time for all the names I butcher. Um, it's not because I try to. It's because I have a problem. All right, Dalzoon joined us. We're 252 members strong, by the way. That is awesome. Yes. Dalzoon joined us, had been listening to the podcast for a couple weeks and been loving all the updates to the alpha. Been looking for a group to get into game with and explore more. 
Nothing better than getting together with org members and to build friendships that will carry over into the official release. I bring several ships, the P-72, Freelancer Durr, Cutlass Black, and Avenger Stalker, and an open mind geared towards having fun. Welcome, Dalzun. Scorpion joined, and this was the same Scorpion that I, I butchered their name last time, and they, they, they sent me, well, actually, it says here, right here. I joined Get on the over website. here. <laughs> Finish him. I joined on the website and making it official by joining the org. Can't wait to play with everyone. Oh, and Gleep, just plain old Scorpion will work. <laughs> Thank you. Rogue SF joined us, said, All right, your guys' podcast rocks, and I love the mentality you all play with. Let's be friends. Currently, I have a Super Hornet P72 Constellation Andromeda and a Vanguard Harbinger. Looking forward to the meetups. We are too. Parakeet Blast joined us, said, Hey guys, just started listening to your podcast. It's fantastic. I found Star Citizen soon after it was first announced, and I backed immediately. Wing Commander 3 was one of the first games I played, and the first game that sucked me in with a sense of immersion into another world. As with many others, Star Citizen is the game of my dreams, and it very much looks like it is coming to fruition. I remember once that I was on a very scary, bumpy flight, and the the one irrational thought that kept coming up was, please don't let the plane crash, because I want to play a finished version of Star Citizen. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I would love to play with other people who are intelligent and organized, but also nice and fun. I currently have an LTI-backed uh, Avenger Stalker, but with all the progress being made, I will probably throw down for something else soon. Keep up the great work and hope to see you in the verse. Um, yeah. I'm going to vote that he has a better name than Turd Ferguson. Parakeet Blastman. Can't give him better than that. <laughs> what, I was is, about to, I is was that a reference to something? No, no, it's just an amazing name. It oh, is okay. a great name, yeah. If you know parakeets, you know that they, they can be blastful or ah. loud. Okay. Um, I was going to say, uh, as far as having just one ship, that's probably one of the best ships, in my opinion, to have if you're going to have one ship. The Avenger, I think, is one of the best well-rounded individual seater uh, uh, ships in the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, Farn joined us, uh, that's F-A-R-N, looking for a cool community to be a part of. I was an early backer and have mostly let Star Citizen cook for me up to this point, but now I'm looking to become actively engaged with the community. Well, come engage with us. Shark Hat, you see, now I like that name. That's a good um, one. I just got a ship. Could I be one of those guys? You are! <laughs> Mad Dog MK joined us, said, like others, I found your organization through the podcast while looking for more Star Citizen content a few months ago. I love the laid-back style of your podcast. It's like I'm sitting with you having a beer and or coffee, and it's very easily digested. Mm. Please keep it up as it's the only podcast I listen to on my Wednesday commute. I'm definitely a casual gamer of a more mature age, coming way back from ZZ spec ZX Spectrum slash C Commodore 64 slash Amiga days. I don't know what a ZX Spectrum, I've never heard of that one before. Um, my desire to support Star Citizen was likely born way back when, with many hours spent on the original Elite game during my early teenage years. I'm located in the UK and was pleased to hear of other members this side of the pond. Hence my application now. 
So far, I have an Avenger Titan, Freelancer Durr, Hull B, and plan to get an Origin 315P before the Euro prices increase next year. Trading and mining is where I'm at. Having played at Altus, Altus Life extensively last year as an iron miner, well before the illegal stuff paid better, I really enjoyed the safety of being associated with a group, large or small. Whether flying or providing support roles, it really doesn't matter so long as everybody has a good time and money is exchanged. If he has Altus Life, that means he's got Arma, so come join us. Yeah. You can tell he's from the UK because he spelled organization with an S. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And today, Jamster, one, two, three, four, five, six, guess what the next digit is? Eleventeen. Yes. Joined us, said, hey, I have listened to your podcast for a while now and decided to join your organ. Would love to be able to meet up with people when the 2.1 update goes live. Welcome, Jamster. Welcome, all of you. It's good to have you on board. Please do come out and play with us often. I hope Over- um, I hope they hit, uh, not, not to break your stride, but I really do hope that they get 2.1 to live before the Christmas break. I know they're pushing for that. Yeah. Um, so I, I really hope that they do. That would be that would be awesome. Ah, I agree. Um, over at the website, we have some new members now. Mershaw Gabriel F Team joined us. Now this was a name that I tripped over last week when they joined the org. Very, think, very I, nice. Replied back to me and with a pronunciation guide. Yes, John. I think uh, he said in his introduction on the forums that his real name is Jamie. You can call him Jamie. I've gone to all this work. Easier. (laughs) I'm going to call him Mershaw now. Exactly. You put all that effort into into you know the the um, the 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 guide to pronunciation. So. (laughs) 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 Fong joined us. As did Sack Yumus. Mad Dog MK joined us on the website as well, as did Kyle Drago and today KDGO, which sounds like a radio station. So, um, welcome. I don't know. John, are your radio stations out there, they start with a K or a W? Uh, We have a K. We have a KWWL. Oh, okay. And the guy on the TV or the radio Mm -hmm. um, always... He he says the WW so quickly. It's like K W W L. I have no idea how he does it. It takes a lot years of practice, John. Um, and then finally, we have some upvote comments, um, and these these were posted a while ago, so I apologize for that. But you know, we're savoring them just because they're that special. Hacksaw said, "Got my vote. One of the best podcasts out there in the verse." Crago V Mag Maverick. God, it was so close. Uh, worth tuning in just to see what Stargleep is changing his name to this week <laughs> and to hear just how <laughs> exasperated and or confused John can get about it. <laughs> A highlight of my week. <laughs> We're going to miss that, John. Every time I change my name... You I know. Gonna... It, it, oh, don't worry. So. We'll be plenty <laughs> exasperated for you, John. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, our good friend Avi Physics uh, left a nice comment for us. He said, I love making my eight-year-old daughter listen to these guys on the way to school. Best community-centered podcast I know of. INN might have a better news, might have the best news, but Versecast has the soul. We do. Wow, that's a, that's a really nice compliment. Yeah, thank you, Avi. Appreciate that. So, guys, coming up, we got Christmas, we got New Year's, we got other holidays. We got um, a break. We yeah, got a, we got a break. Woo-hoo. 
we will be back to record again on January 11th. Um, so uh, until then, definitely have a safe and happy holidays. Um, and uh, we hope to see, uh, we hope the 2.1 gets released alive, as Jimmy just said. And we hope to see you out there playing it with us. So, um, guys, uh, any, uh, any final uh, thoughts for the year? The year that was 2000, no, 2945. May the force be with you. Think about think about where Star Citizen was a year ago and where it is now, and where it'll be a year from now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I never take a wooden nickel. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, Grandpa John! Wow, man, way to pull it out of nowhere. (laughs) Well, all right then. Let's support Engine with that wooden nickel. They power our website. Go to enjin.com for all your site hosting needs. Ronald Jenkies, check him out at ronaldjenkies.com. Star Citizen The Base Radio, you can find them at radio.starcitizenbase.com, where you can also find a rebroadcast of the previous week's Versecast every Saturday afternoon. I am TGWS Gleep. Check the show notes for all of my contact information. Jimmy, where can the fine folks find you? They can find me most chatty over at Twitter, at Jimmy Croker. Uh, you can email me at versecast.org. Uh, the uh, my show Quantum Drive over on the base uh, every Thursday night 9 p.m. PST and Saturday 12 p.m. PST. Uh, the show's on hiatus for the next two weeks, but the most recent episode, which is the conclusion of a four-part series uh, of Quantum Drive, uh, will be on rebroadcast this week and next week. And then I think we've got uh, another marathon coming up soon. Uh, episodes, I want to say episodes eight, nine, ten, and eleven, or eight, nine, ten, eleven, and twelve. Yeah. <laughs> Got to do sure. some counting in there, math. man. Yeah, Numbers. math. Numbers math is hard. hard. Yeah, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Ace, where can the good folks find you? Uh, let's see here. Um, my show contact notes are, are my notes are in the, my, ugh. You sure about that? <laughs> yeah. I'm, hey, listen, I'm, I might not be very there. good at math, but at least I can speak. <laughs> my contact information are in the show notes. As for where I'm going to be, at the U-Haul and in, in Atlanta uh, for the next two weeks. So well, that's where I'm going to be. You're going to be staying in an easy hab? Uh, <laughs> no, um, renting a house in Dunwoody, uh, Atlanta, Georgia. So visiting family. Nice. Yeah, that is nice. You can find me at the only Jonto, and you can email me at John at versecast.org. I don't know what you would email me, but I don't get many emails. I get a, I get some spam, though. Somebody right, was trying everyone. to sell me a karaoke machine. All right, everyone. <laughs> everyone in the Versecast, we've got to email John. Make him feel loved. Uh-huh. That's true. <laughs> yeah. uh, you can email the show at comms at versecast.org. You can find us on Steam. You can email or follow us on Twitter at versecast. Uh, make sure to use the hashtag TGWS so that uh, our other guys with ships can find those tweets. Uh, make sure to search for it as well because it's a symbiotic relationship. Did I use that word right? Yes, you yes. did. Yes, you did. Nailed it. RobertSpaceIndustries.com slash org slash Versecast is where you can find our organization. We are those guys with ships, and we would love to have you. You can join up to 10 orgs. So really you got pretty much nothing to lose. Uh, versecast.org is our website we got all the stuff over there um, at the podcast page you can find all the links 
to the show and to our personal contact information. Uh, and, you know, we got forums over there, our voice server, and uh, it's, it's, it's bustling. Um, go over to the RSI Community Hub and upvote us. We are in the podcast section as well as the Deep Space Radar section for our website. Uh, we would really appreciate that upvote and a comment if you have one to leave. If you have, if you have something good to say. Maybe even something bad, you know. We're always looking to improve. We are. But we got the soul, so what else do we need? <laughs> it's true. <laughs> All right. Well, um, uh, Ace, Jimmy? Yes. Yeah? Um, I, You know, we don't have a those guys with ships cheer, um, but uh, how about a, a round of applause for uh, the amazing Jonto? I have to push to talk. Should I just slap myself in the face? There you That'll go. Work. There you go. <laughs> I hate goodbyes. So, so you know what I'm going to miss the most yesterday. What I'm going to miss the most is uh, walking. It's going to definitely be the walking impressions. Look, I'm I'm walking here. <laughs> <laughs> it's midnight walking. <laughs> All right. Well, until next time, then, we are those guys with ships, and this has been our community podcast. Happy holidays and happy new year, everybody. See you in the verse. Bye. <laughs> okay, so this is I predict this is what's going to happen. Uh, we are going to fly in on a helicopter in some deserted area somewhere, and John's going to have long hair and a beard. He's going to be cutting wood, and we're going to be like, John, we need you. And he's going to be like, every time I try and get out of it, you bring me back. <laughs> I was going to suggest that uh, you know we're going to find him on an abandoned island in the middle of the ocean, with a, as with opposed a, to an with island in the middle of what? <laughs> Milwaukee. <laughs> Those landlocked islands. I think what you mean is Milwaukee. <laughs> Happy holidays, everybody. <laughs>